0: No control of me
1: Hello everybody and welcome back. It is Monday, February 8th, 2021 and you are listening to episode 103 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I'm your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damian joining me today, we have a man who is also allowed to believe things that weren't true. Uh, Deej? Question mark? (laughs) Today on the show, we will be discussing with possible spoilers for all things involved. What we've been watching, including The Good Place, the Netflix film White Tiger, Episode 5 of WandaVision, and then concluding with an in depth review of the new Netflix film, The Dig. Right into the show, bicycle at gmail.com, bicycle on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, rate and review it on the Old Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend, family member, or stranger, What's up, my friend? How we doing? I'm good, going 100 miles an hour. You just slowed me down. What, what, what was that intro? <laughs> uh, so a person that was allowed to believe things that weren't true Was Marjorie Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, whatever her name is The uh, representative from Georgia That was uh, taken off for committee work this week Oh, I heard about uh, because that, Because yeah. she said that the Jewish laser was responsible for California wildfires, I believe So, yeah, that's not great I don't think
2: that was the only thing she said, isn't she? Also saying that uh, school shootings were a hoax
1: yeah. yeah stuff like yeah, that not a, not a great yeah. person and yeah, not a great look no she uh she she probably deserves no <laughs> whatever happened to her not great not great bob so you're comparing yeah, me to her bob, huh? not great bob so
2: you want me to you want me to do <laughs> I'm some saying blistering hot takes you were also allowed to
1: believe things that weren't true uh that's okay. a reference to i don't know let's say wandavision <laughs>
0: all right all right <laughs> stuff like that okay yeah i thought you uh, wanted we're doing hot takes
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but we're doing better, you are doing better, and I'm doing better than Dustin Diamond and Christopher Plummer, both, uh, rest in peace, they both passed through this motor coil this week. Sure did. Two Titans, two equal Titans of cinema, (laughs) is that correct?
2: (laughs) Yeah, man, that's how I would, uh, you know, describe that as well. Beloved by all of his former castmates uh, of everything that he's always done, I'm sure they both... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's not, let's not be mean here. He, he, he uh, what we're <laughs> talking about, well, I'm talking about Screech, but, uh, uh, he, he had a tough draw in life. Uh, he, could he have handled it better? Sure. But, uh, Hey, I mm-hmm. wasn't in that situation with him. So, but hey, yes, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, any uh, way you look at a stage four lung cancer, there's no way to go. So rip. No,
1: it's awful. Awful. Rip, rip that man. Uh, Christopher Plummer, I just, we both saw him in uh, Knives Out this past couple of years. Uh, he was yeah. very good in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, recipes, both of those. Yeah, a lot of people died this week. Um, there were a few
2: other ones that- uh, Yes, so, uh, yes. An older woman, she she did a voice of something. I, I can't remember what it was. It's slipping my mind right now, but mm. she, was, she was a pretty big deal too.
1: Yeah, Yeah, a couple. A couple. I didn't want to get into too many because we got a packed sure, show yeah. today. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, yep. Bunch of bunch of celebrities died this week, Um, but a bunch of celebrities also got some Grammy or Golden Globe nominations. Grammy nominations, I'm I'm assuming as well. But we'll talk about uh, Golden Globes this week. A bunch of snubs, a bunch of snubs, bunch of uh, typical Golden Globe shenanigans went on this week. I uh, just want to say, first off, right, right off the bat, I understand a lot of this is bullshit. <laughs> it's a lot of circle jerking bullshit. You know, rich, famous white people giving themselves a pat on the back isn't that great. But uh, it's still something, you know, it's what it's what we're about here on Can I Say Something. So we'll dig into it a little bit here. Um, any major surprises, major snubs that you noticed right off the bat? Uh, um, shit, I, have to have list of- I know one for you what was it? One for you would be Mr. Delroy Lindo. Oh yeah, Delroy Lindo. No, nomination for sure. for yeah, him. That was a snub. Uh yeah, the yeah. whole the Five Bloods itself
2: wasn't even on there. That's uh yeah, that's a big deal.
1: All right.
2: Need more of that.
1: Major yeah, major snub there. Um, yeah. yeah. Snubs yeah, yeah.
2: wise, I, I say for the show uh Queen's Gambit should have been nominated for more. Maybe that's my bias showing, but Yes. Uh even um Who was the lead for that? I forget. What's her name?
1: Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah. She yep.
2: she should have gotten something more for that. I thought her acting in that was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I mean she did a lot it of was, that facial yep. stuff that we were talking about where it's just, her, her yeah. eyes can be screaming at times. And um
1: Yeah. Let's see what else. So Anya Taylor Joy was nominated for Best Performance by an actress in a limited series. So she actually did get in Oh
2: that. yeah. Oh well, okay. Maybe the show itself, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think um Okay, the okay. show itself was even nominated for anything.
1: No. No, no, no. No.
2: That's what uh, I want to see. Oh, uh, other other stuff that I I, I liked seeing is uh, Palm Springs getting some serious rub. I think it was up for three things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, so it, real it, quick, just gonna oh, before, go 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 before we get the letters, uh, Queens Gambit was nominated for Best Limited Series. So all right, then
2: maybe my thing wasn't updated. No, no, shoot.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, so I take
2: everything sorry, back. Ahead. Everything. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Has this always been a thing where comedy and music are grouped together? Or is, it, is is it special for this year? Yeah,
1: yeah. This is this is how the Golden Globes do it. Um, the Golden Globes is a combination of the Oscars and the Emmys. They do TV and movies, so I think they're trying to differentiate, differentiate, differ, differ whatever that word is uh, from from the Emmys and the Oscars. Yeah, that word. Um, so they're trying trying different stuff. Um, they do you know like limited series. They they uh, honor that. They highlight that. Um, so they do, like you see the nominations here are specifically for like best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. So they try to, the uh, sorry, the Golden Globes try to pull in different genres that the uh, Oscars don't usually do. Because if you notice, the Oscars don't are really, really bad at honoring uh, musicals or, or bad at honoring uh, horror movies and comedies um, specifically. So I think they try to go out of their way. To uh nominate things like that. Well, I
2: mean, out of their um, way to a point. I mean, you're still combining two genres of mu- movies that not aren't necessarily like ever related: musical and comedy.
1: No.
0: Well, why? Why not just right. have
2: it separate? You know, and then you can even nominate yeah, more sh- music musicals and more comedies.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sure they're also thinking about it in terms of the length of the show. Adding more categories is going to add more minutes to the show, and these are always <laughs> award shows. Award shows are always notorious for running running long, so I'm, I'm assuming it's part of that too.
2: Well, I, was, I was thinking uh, Andy Samberg is probably like, what nominated? No, I did not yeah. expect this, and then yeah. he sees that he's up against like uh, Hamilton. Uh, Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda, and it's just like fuck, I lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was nice coming. I don't know. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna win with with that guy in the category. So, yeah, I don't
1: know. It's no just, nomination for Andy Samberg. No nomination for her, his co star Christine Milatti, who I thought should definitely have gotten in there. No, 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 I no, no. I specifically no. highlighted. Okay, Samberg did. Okay, so we're both yeah. <laughs> we're both not uh, up on the ball here. But Christine uh, Milatti did not get in. Yeah, did not, did not, not get a uh, nomination there. Yep even though I specifically highlighted her performance in our end of year mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. roundup. So that's unfortunate. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, let's see. A couple more. Uh, yeah, I like the Mandalorian was in there. Snubs. Uh, Ozark. Ozark yep. deserves to be there. Oh, it's good to see that the great was wrapped too. Cause me and Carrie just started watching that. So yeah. Uh, high hopes moving forward yeah. with that. So
1: go ahead. All you. Yep. 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 A uh, couple uh snubs I specifically wrote down here. No Carrie Coon, no, no Jula, no my nest. Got in there, no, never really, sometimes, maybe, noms, no Paul Racy for Sound of Music, no Elizabeth Moss or Invisible Man at all, um, no Small acts. I don't believe any specific actors got in there. Again, we're not, I didn't go through this list, obviously, very, with a fine-tooth comb very well, so they might be in there somewhere, but um, Small Axe itself got a nomination for Best Limited Series. Yeah um and one big one that a lot of people are talking about is no nominations for i will destroy you or the lead in that they don't have her name right yeah hold up here but no, n- no nomination for that person yeah yeah unfortunate a lot a lot of snubs
2: yeah well i mean so. uh personally i'm not i'm not sad to see the nest not ripped um <laughs> always sometimes sure, 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 rarely or always rarely sometimes oh, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah
1: yes yes, yes, yes yeah. Yep, yep. I, I, I
2: wanted to see her in there for you bud um or even a yeah, uh, supporting Appreciate character it. or her, her cousin I think that would have been pretty awesome but
1: uh yeah yes it would have been I don't know. Yep. I don't know. some some things people did sort of give them credit for, which is three the first time three uh female directors are being um highlighted here. I'm Fennel for a promising young woman, Regina King for one night in Miami, and Chloe Zhao for Nomad Land. So that is a slight step forward in the right direction. Yeah, there, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A um, couple things that I just saw recently. We got Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of Woman. Definitely deserve that. Big. This is going to be a big uh, contest for me, or or big uh, uh, whatever 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 I want to be uh, have a favorite pick in best performance by actress. Uh, it's going to be tough for me. I've seen. Uh, almost all of these Viola Davis Vanessa Kirby and Carrie Mulligan I've seen all of her all their movies so definitely curious to see who's gonna win there I highlighted Maria Bakalova when we talked about it uh, during the best of 2020 uh, in in Borat 2 she was great in that Uh, Ani Taylor-Joy was good in Emma so that's interesting there Um, I think you let's see best performance by an actress in a supporting role Let's see, you haven't seen any of these. I mean, you, you saw a little bit of Amanda Seafried in Mank. Um, see, this
2: is the let's see. This is
1: one of my problems with this yes. is that I
2: thought I was getting yes. ahead of
1: the curve here and
2: and, and checking movies that right. you know were were right. and things like that. And uh this, this time around, they just kind of came out and were like, Nah, everything that you uh you thought Ooh. was gonna happen, you're wrong. <laughs> you're an idiot and you're wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, all these people in these categories, it's like, I, ha- I have uh, no idea. <laughs> yeah. I've never, was, I haven't watched these movies. And, and then another thing is that most of these movies haven't even come out yet. I think this is, I think it's yeah. kind of bull,
1: you know? <laughs> <No> better way <laughs> to put is. it. They uh, they talked about this on The Big Picture of just, like, the, you, got, you got Kate Hudson in here for a, for a movie called Music. And Sean Fantasy was like, Amanda, have you heard of music? She's like, nope. This is the first time I have ever heard of this movie. And these are people <laughs> in the industry. These are people that get screeners. These are people that it's their job to watch movies and be aware of movies that are right. coming out. And they're like, what is What is this? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And it's just, it's like this, it, I don't know. It feels like they want it to be this exclusive club. You know, like all you get to, you, yeah. know, you hear on these like uh, recaps of like podcasts and stuff like this, what just happened. And it's like, oh, oh uh, I saw this like a year ago. I think they were talking about, um. They were uh, what yeah. was it, Minari or something? Was it like a year ago, and is Minari even yeah. out right now?
1: You can't stream it or anything, so, right? So, no, I think I think Minari and Land are coming out around the same time. Yeah, and these people were saying oh, so they had watched it a Saint- year ago. Yeah, it's like, I, well, they
2: did. Because, right, right. I get that they did, the but about, like the the general public, it's like this exclusivity kind of thing, and and, and yeah, all we are we're just hanging on their words. Like some of these, maybe like twenty five percent of these, we've actually seen. But then it's just kind of like yeah. we're we're hanging on the words like, oh, you think you think that, that person was a good actor? Oh, that movie hasn't even come out. I have no idea what you're talking about. That that sounds great. And, and Golden Globes are what? Two months away? One month? Uh two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. I don't understand yeah, um,
1: this. Um it's so with the with Minari specifically, I agree with you that it is a very like hoody-toity uh uh you know, nose in your air sort of deal. With Minari specifically, that was something that got Caught up in the in the COVID stuff, where um, it was shown at Sundance uh, last year, and all intents and purposes, it was supposed to come out this year, barring any major catastrophe. Well, we had a major catastrophe, so that was unfortunately shelved for a long time. It was supposed to come out in theaters, and it's put out by A24. A24 is one of my favorite production companies, one of my favorite uh, distribution companies, but unfortunately, they're a smaller uh, distribution company, so they pretty much bank on their movies being uh, released in theaters to make any sort of profit on their on their investment whatsoever. So unfortunately, that the the, the pandemic de- definitely killed the momentum for Minari overall.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just oh, yeah. My problem is it's just when movies they're talking about movies that you can haven't seen. And I understand the pandemic happened. It's, it's maybe it's just. Yeah. I don't think it's just me, but it's tough to uh, take anything seriously. Take it. Uh, tough to care. Who actually wins this stuff? Just yeah. because maybe because it was just a <laughs> this is a throwaway year and or or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was annoying yeah, me um, where it's like, oh, oh sweet, I, I, I'm up to yeah. date. I'm I'm catching up with all this stuff. I think I I, I got it. And it's like, yeah, no,
1: you did. <laughs>
2: you saw a lot of stuff. You, I you did. Are, I saw a lot of no, stuff. And it's very not. discouraging
1: you're, that uh, most of the stuff not, is not repped. I understand, but I, I was gonna say the you're not behind the curve as, as far as like most people. I think most people uh, haven't seen these movies, um, so don't feel bad for that. But I'm gonna say real quick, uh, Minari is supposed to be released uh, February twelfth, so it's probably gonna be one of those uh, premium VOD things. And same with Nomadland is coming out on the on the nineteenth. So I will give you twenty bucks to, to watch those, which I did for <laughs> um, promising one one minute. And you you. Uh, you slap back, you, cl- you clap back, and you said, I will not watch that movie. I won't watch that
2: movie even, even with, with your, your 20, 20 bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're over here uh, ranting and raving about not having access. Well, you, you do right there with my with my money. So, anyways, uh, let's – yeah, let's – a couple closing thoughts on this. That's one on movie. Uh, That's Ahmed, one movie. Riz,
2: huh? That's just one movie. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to be the savior the, for the everything, Globes. you gotta go and give me like another hundred bucks to to to, to yeah. get the rest of them.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh Reza Med, I wanna see win uh best ash, yeah, Hector. Oscar and Golden Globe. Yep, that's my guy. Speaking into existence. Um let's yeah, um, Sasha Bear Cohen probably should get in there for Borat Movie. Yeah. Um, Emer- Emerald Fennell, great great movie she made with The Promising Woman. So yeah, I do have some favorites in there. Uh, we got Trent-, Trent Reznor twice in there for Mank and Soul. I mentioned him on the Best of Year podcast as being some of my favorite music of last year. So good chance of him winning because he's nominated twice for Best Original Score. Uh, So, yeah, good. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the Golden Globes.
2: Look, I want to see uh, Leslie Odom give something for One Night in Miami. Sam Cooke is pretty pretty good character. Yep.
1: Well, he's got to go up against Jared Leto. Yeah. It's going to be a tough fight.
2: (laughs) Tough, man.
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, I haven't seen the movie you did. did. Uh, What do you think his chances are? What do you think his chances are of winning? Hey,
2: he's on there. And uh, I heard again that he was nominated for something else, some kind of other award that's coming out. And it's uh, throwing people for yeah. a loop. Uh, I, I'm not saying that uh, his performance was bad. I, honestly, I think people are being a little bit of babies about it. Uh, I thought his character <laughs> was, was interesting. Uh, it, yeah. For all of the faults that the people say that had the, uh, that um, the little things had, it wasn't acting. Yeah. That's for sure. So uh,
1: okay.
0: Hey, well, I mean, he's going
2: up against, enough. like I said, Leslie Odom. And uh, I don't think that he should beat that person. So
1: okay. Yeah. Um, so you're taking Jared Leto. I'm going to go ahead and say- No, I'm taking I haven't Odom. I have seen trial, trial of Chicago Seven. Huh? I'm taking Odom. Oh, you're taking Odom. Okay. But you're saying you have sympathy for Jared Leto. Yeah, I'm yeah. He's, he's I'm just- Wasn't as- Yeah. I yeah. don't
2: think he- He's getting a bad okay. rap here, especially when there's like movies out okay. here that- um, Like Daniel- I can't say his name. Kaluuya? Like Judas the Black hasn't come out yet. I mean, it's coming out next week. Right, right, right. What the hell do we know? We haven't seen it, so-
1: yeah, yeah, there you go, another one. So, yeah, um, uh, looking forward to that. So, moving on, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff we both watched. Something we both watched, uh, I finished The Good Place. It was, it was, was That was the thing on my list of this year. I have a bunch of TV shows that I, that I stopped the last season, uh, put on pause the last season. Good Place was one of them. Fantastic show, one of my favorite shows of all time, one of my favorite uh, limited series of all time. It's up there with Breaking Bad uh fleabag i may destroy you all all these shows that i have on here uh one of the one of my favorite shows of all time um i was looking for quotes from the show one of the one of the best quotes from the show from the last season so Michael was Michael saying uh what matters isn't if people are good or bad what matters is if they're trying to be better than they were uh yesterday so yeah that, that pretty much sums up the the theme of the show fantastic show fantastic writing fantastic jokes uh, I really, I love it. Love everything about it. Yeah. Uh, you started the show? Oh, no, I, I
2: finished it just like you did. I saw you put Good Place on there, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I, it's been a while. I've been meaning to go back to it, and I finally did because I saw you put it on there. And, uh, yeah. yeah, man, I loved it. Uh, it's one of those shows, yeah. rare shows that you don't just watch, and you just kind of sitting there, and you're like, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. You actually laugh. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Remember yeah, yeah. when they made the, the giraffe or whatever? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Janet, who's this uh, – uh, I don't know what, what you call it. She's just like this omnipotent AI. being. She's she's yeah. just talking about what she had to do to uh to wrangle the giraffe, yep. and it was just I was dying. It was yep. hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Yep. the show is great. <laughs> I, I love the it, yep. it's, it's very snappy, very uh, quick witted. Um, I was actually thinking yep. like because they're in this the good place, what's what's supposed to be heaven, and they they're not allowed to swear, so you know they do the, the what the fork, shut the front door, <laughs> things like yep. that. And yeah, uh, yeah, yep. it's like. I, I wonder how many times they actually slipped up and just actually said the the right thing. And, and then everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, see everyone yeah. on Steppi and like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I really liked the good did place. You, um, sure.
1: Yeah. Did, did you get more out of it than I did with the Blake Bortles? Nick oh yeah. Paul yeah. yeah. I was meaning uh, to bring that the, up that yeah. uh, there's so many Jaguars yeah. references that I, I wonder
2: if you even had any, yeah. who was we talking about half the time.
1: no, Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. Yeah. The Blake Bortles
2: is <laughs> he's, he's he's was a quarterback uh he's great fantasy quarterback but he's not a real great mm. uh uh not probably not even good <laughs> real life quarterback. <laughs> I think he's a backup now for the Rams or something like that. But as far as he was just okay, idolizing yeah. Blake Bortles the whole time that uh, that character Jason's character. Yep. And uh Yep. She had to break the news to him at one point that Blake Bortles had been traded and he, he was broken. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then they got like Nick Foles and he's like
1: woohoo and then Nick Foles ends up sucking too and it's just it was it was a nice yeah. running
2: joke the the dedication to the Jaguars but
1: yeah, I love all the behind the scenes jokes like there's so many like this is a show like if you go back and watch old old movies like uh, Airplane, they do this thing too where there's so many like in the background jokes. There's like a joke in the foreground, there's a joke in the size, and there's a joke in the background. There's so many jokes happening every second. You do, really do have to pay attention. There's one specifically in the last season where they have um, all of the restaurants in the background are, are puns, and one of them was like Joni left. Joanie loves Tchotchkes, and it's a pun on this old uh, show from the '70s, or the spinoff of uh, Happy Days, called Joanie Loves Chachi, uh with um, with Scott Baio. So, uh, those it's just so many like deep, deep cut references to uh, to jokes in the background. I love all that oh, stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, even like um, not, not, the giraffe thing actually came up too. Where <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it came up. You could see they were talking, and in the background, you could just see the giraffe trotting around. And it was like yep. after i appeared or heard what she had to do with the giraffe and then you're watching it in the background, you're just like, it just, it, it, that killed me twice. And it, it's just the jokes too where it's like you had the Jason and the, the Blake Bortles thing. It's just like this running gag. And we know in real life, well, I know in real life that he is no longer Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. And then she has mm. like mm. break the news that he's not the quarterback. And then like even the the judge, <laughs> she was like saying how she liked these television shows and they get canceled and she's like – yeah. And she has yep. no idea. She's
0: like,
1: don't
2: spoil anything. And everyone's like, ur, ur, you know, walking on eggshells. So. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> Hilarious show. I Hilarious. encourage everyone to
1: watch yeah. it. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. Um, 2019, it was ranked as the 69th nice. on the Guardians list of 100 best shows of the 21st century. Nice. Yep. Great show. Uh, so I also checked out uh, one of the most uh, notorious, infamous movies on Netflix right now, uh, Pieces of a Woman, directed by Cornell I'll show you the hell of that. It uh, stars Vincent Kirby, Shia LaBeouf, Molly Parker, Cher Snook, and Ellen Burstyn. It is based on a play. Uh, it's like Radio's Black Bottom or One Night in Miami. A lot of, a lot of play. A lot of, a lot of movies based on plays this year. Uh, let's see. So the film is based on a 2018 play of the same name, also by Weber and... Runko, which in turn was based on their own experience losing a child to unsuccessful pregnancy. Uh, This is really good. I really liked it a lot. Uh, It's unfortunately that it's uh, so notorious for being known as that movie with that scene, you know, that, that opening shot of her losing the kid in the very beginning of the movie. But it definitely takes a turn. It's not about, like, her, like, uh, grief and her processing her grief. It's actually, like, it it's, it's uh, not to spoil anything, but it turns into, like, a legal drama and also a, a movie about, like... Revenge and getting uh, vindictiveness and uh, stuff like that. So it's a really good movie overall. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is pretty good in this. Uh, I think he's somewhat of a, of a bad person. I think he's done bad things in his <laughs> in his life. But like you were saying before with uh, Dustin Diamond, I think uh, you know probably a troubled troubled childhood, troubled uh, adulthood. So I can't really blame him too much for that. Uh, but again, uh, very good movie. Uh, if you want to see Shia, Shia, Shia LaBeouf's LaDong. Check this one out. So. <laughs> yep, Ladong. <laughs> yep. Uh, we also watched White Tiger. Uh, this is 2021 place, movie on Netflix, directed by Raman Banarani, stars Agnash Guvra yeah, in his first me. leading role, along with Raj Rajkumar Rao and Priyanka Chopra. Got it. Oh, she nailed it. She's a
2: babe. Dude. I love her intensity she is a in this
1: movie. <laughs> what did you think of White Tiger?
2: I thought it was great. Well, I'm not great. Yeah. I would say it was good. It, it entertained me. Uh there are parts in it where it's just like oh, the the random. I don't want to say random, but just like for the tone of the movie at the point. And then it's just like he has like this daydreaming thing, and uh just um, he's imagining like sudden violence, like brutal violence and it was like whoa yeah brutal and then you kind of get taken out of it where it's kind of like this is like a comedy ish kind of thing like it it tackles kind of a serious issue but then in a uh i don't know i guess a humorous light but then it's like snaps you back in with like how brutal uh that life can be and uh i i I was entertained the whole time
1: yeah what'd you think Uh, really well acted um, i saw that you had just it, said it was like,
2: um, uh, what would you say it was a good movie or you said it was it was a movie i don't i forget how you actually
1: worded it it was um um yeah i don't remember either <laughs> you, know, you kind of went uh, down this list I don't know. You, you
2: had one movie you said that's a great movie this was oh, a good movie oh good good and uh i don't know if, Yeah, it, it wasn't sex i'm sure it was we can check it, but it
1: it was a movie yeah, yeah. um so yeah it was um this is like a Rise to Riches story, but instead of like Scarface, you don't see the the rise and the fall. You only see the rise. So it's kind of hard to root for somebody when you don't see the con- the consequences of their actions. You know what I mean? Like he does some pretty horrendous stuff in this movie to get where he's going. And uh, it's hard to root for a guy like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just also showing like, you know, usually with uh, Rags to Riches stories, you're not in rags, <laughs> you're not in little, little, literal rags in the beginning. This guy is, you know, his village and his life is uh, in, he's just, uh, I forget what you call it, like very desolate, just just nothing, like just sleeping on the floor, sleeping on the ground type of life. And so going from that to, <clears throat> you know, the life that he gets into, and it's also this thing of the, the caste system where he's just saying, yes, yes, master, yes, sir, yes, sir, master, or whatever, and it's just a uh, jarring uh, cultural... Um, yeah. I don't know, what, what do you call that, uh, observation, just seeing this seeing this side of the world, seeing the side of uh, subservitude that you don't ever really get to see before, of just, you know, you're kind of used to seeing indentured servitude, you're used to seeing slavery, where it's just, you know, the person is sort of just, you know, they're the slave, or they're the um, indentured servant, they're the they they have that relationship where the person isn't really calling them master or sir or whatever and being they're not bowing, they're not kissing the person's feet. You know, in the in the America version of that, you know, but in in India it's just the guy's just groveling constantly. They're not letting him sit on the table or sitting on the, the couch with him. He's just completely completely, you know, subservient to his the people he's serving. It's just a very visceral and uh sort of jarring look at uh, life like that. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Although yeah, you're looking at it too, and uh, like we you mentioned the caste system, but honestly, yeah, how different is it from uh, America, where it's just like they were greasing the politicians' pockets and things like that, and yeah. and it's just outright corruption all, all the way around. Yeah, and uh, while while certain people are masquerading with a uh, um, what would you call it? Uh, I don't know, just kind of like making it they seem like. This this perfect figure, and then it's just like you see, you see these scenes where it's like, oh, wow, you're you're actually kind of a, a douche too. The, the corruption runs all the way to the top. I don't think it matters where you are. Um, it's it, it's it's a cutthroat world. I like the fact that the yeah. you were saying yeah, how the, you didn't uh, like that um that uh, you didn't see the consequences of his actions, but honestly, yeah, I think this that when he had to make that decision, I'm sure you know what decision I'm talking about. Um, yes, that was kind of like that. I I didn't, I didn't think there really needed to be a consequence there because the, the the consequence was kind of implied. Like he did, he did take, he did suffer from his decisions in the movie on the rise. So, uh, but then he just learned how to play the game and, you know, maybe the idea is, uh, Mm. there were no consequences. I mean, in that, in that, Mm. in that country, maybe that's just, you know, that's his life now.
1: (laughs) So, yeah 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 really good um definitely uh glad i watched that um sure. next up moving on uh i got a movie called another round it was directed by thomas that's the Vinterberg. one you said was great this is the one i said was great yeah i said uh white tiger i don't know if you have the text pulled up what did i say that the white tiger was good
2: you said white tiger was good
1: yeah okay and another round white was tiger great was
2: good. yeah and you said this one was great and you watched another okay. one that
1: you was like yeah that was that was fine <laughs> so another round directed by Thomas Vinterberg he directed the movie called The Hunt, which is very good with Mad, Mad Mickelson in it. Uh, far from the Madden crowd, uh, from a screenplay by Vinterberg and Tobias Lindholm, stars Mad Mickelson, uh, Thomas Bo Larson Magnus Milgan, and Lars Ranthe. Real quick, I found uh, this it. This is a movie. Yeah, found it. White Tiger yep. was I.
2: Pieces of a I Woman I was, was right. good. Another Good. round and is great. So it sounded like you didn't round. actually yeah. like White
1: Tiger. Okay. Yeah, it was all right. Was, when you said it was, <laughs> it a- was it. fine. It was a- I. It was I eat. Right, but continue. another round. Or no, yes, yeah. Another round was great. Um, this is a movie about uh, a couple of four professors drinking. Yep. Uh, they come upon a theory that um, or experiment that says that the uh, drunker they get, the more attractive be. she is. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that uh, people function better on a little bit of alcohol, like 0.05% 0. 0. of alcohol in their system makes a person function better. Mm. So they, uh, they go down that road of exploring. Uh, <laughs> they do this scientific experiment where they drink during the day uh, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., they have a little bit. They may. They have uh, you know breathalyzers, and they test their test their blood level to see to keep it you know steady. Uh, and it goes well for a little while, but then it sort of doesn't. So uh, yeah, it is very 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 well acted. Um, very well, it's, script is great. Uh, great, yeah, great movie called Another Round. There is a sweet spot. Um,
2: yeah, where your confidence yeah, is flowing. Uh, you feel like you're in peak physical condition, like. I got I got yep. a thing where it's like you know two beers three beers I'm feeling good, and, but if I go past that point you know there's like a, a point of yep. no return, and it's it's usually beyond that. But the two, two, two to three beers for me is that sweet spot. I'm loose, uh, I'm saying things coherent, I'm making people <laughs> laugh. Uh, you challenge yep. me to end a physical contest, and there's a yep yep there's a ninety percent <laughs> chance I come out on top. So. Yeah, I agree with these guys. I don't know how far they took
1: it, but uh, <laughs> I like the idea that they're <laughs> well, presenting. Yeah, a little bit too far, a little bit too far, but yeah. <laughs> of course, really otherwise good, it wouldn't be much really a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Uh, so moving on, uh, so another movie called The Assistant. Um, uh, these are a bunch of movies that I saw were on lists of like the most um, underrated or mo- most under-talked about Uh, movies of last year, last couple of years. So The Assistant uh, from 2019 is an American drama written, drama film, written, directed, produced, and edited by Australian filmmaker Kitty Green. Stars Julia Carner from Ozarks. Uh, Matthew McFadden is from Succession. Uh, Mackenzie Lee, Kristen Forth, John Orsonine. Even the American names in these fucking movies are hard to say. <laughs> and Noah Robbins. <clears throat> so this is a movie about uh, uh like an assistant intern person working for a uh, production company, and she's working for a. Um, you never actually meet the guy. You never meet the uh, executive, but he's he's rumored to be a um, what's the Miramax guy's name? Uh, uh Bob, uh, not Bob. Uh, some Miramax executive that was all. Uh Miramax. I'll get it. You keep talking. Executive. Okay. So uh he's he's that type of guy. Very uh rumored to be, you know, sexually assaulting women on the daily. Uh she's she's Bob hearing Weinstein? things. She doesn't see anything. She doesn't Huh? Bob Weinstein? Bob Weinstein, yeah. Or, uh his brother. Harvey Bob Weinstein? What was the other guy's name? Harvey. Harvey Weinstein type guy. So there is this guy that they never even show in this movie, sort of like the uh, the shark in Jaws. It's sort of scarier to imagine what he looks like. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those <clears throat> sort of Me Too movies where she's she sort of sees things, she hears things, she hears rumors about things, um, sort of approaches the HR type person, the Matthew McFadden plays him, and uh, sort of she has you know, she has issues and, uh, um, she has, um, theories about what, what, what might be happening. And she's saying like, you know, he picked up this girl from the airport and she's really young and she doesn't really have any skills. Uh, she's, she's just a waitress and she hasn't been in acting school. So she, um she was like, I don't know why she's here, you know, just having these vague sort of like feelings about these women. And she's like, I, I, you know, people say things that happen and sort of allude to things, and it's a very, very interesting movie where it's just like if you're if you're in that position of, you know, something bad is happening on the reg, and you're there, and you feel like you have to do something about it, but you don't have the evidence to back it up. So, very, very interesting movie in the uh, Me Too era. So, uh, you can probably skip it. I don't know if it's not your thing, but it was. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and then the one of the last movies I saw was called Synchronic with Anthony Mackie that isn't Outside the Wire. This is a sci-fi movie with Anthony Mackie that is not Outside the Wire. Uh Directed and produced by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, stars Jamie Dornan from the uh Shades of Grey movies. Uh, and Are you saying Katie not Allison Outside the Wire Malie. for me? What's that? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah basically, okay. yeah. Because okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's in two uh sci-fi movies that take place uh, vaguely in the future, and this is one of them. uh so yeah, I have a picture here of Jamie Dornan, and he looks like a, a smaller version of Henry Cavill. Would you agree?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I suppose so. I can see it. I guess. Yeah. And in that okay. picture, I see it. You're
1: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So this is a movie about two EMT workers who come across a, a pattern of people who are dying from a undisclosed new drug on the market called Synchronic.
2: Called the vaccine.
1: And. <laughs> called the vaccine, yeah. A <laughs> bunch of people uh, act, acting autistic, and they're like, "What is going on?" Oh, it's the vaccine. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These people are. Uh, they. They have this one woman has an injury. She has a snake bite, and then the person that was on the scene already. They asked him what what kind of snake was, and the guy was like, "Well, based on this, on the bite marks, it's trouser snake." Seems to be, huh? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> It's this snake that was from this area. They're in the the New Orleans area. So he's like, yeah, it was a snake that's been around in this area, but not for like 200 years. It it disappeared 200 years ago. And they find this other person who was like uh, uh, burned to death, uh, you know, like human combusted. And they find this like old doubloon from like the 1750s from like the Spanish uh, conquistador era. And uh, – What's his name? Anthony Mackie finds the drug in a drug st- in a you know a pot shop, and he buys all of them, and he takes one, and he realizes that it sends him back in time for seven minutes. Um, and Then uh, his his body that he works with, Jamie Dornan's daughter, uh, apparently takes it but gets trapped back in time, so he has to spend the rest of the movie tracking her down, going back in time, and trying to track her down. So. Very, very uh, interesting little movie called Synchronic. Called uh, Terminator. that's on... A- yeah. <laughs> on Amazon Prime uh, rental stuff thing. Uh, and the last thing I'm checking out, finally catching up with Killing Eve. This is Killing Eve season, season three. It stars Sandra Oh, Jordy, Jody Cormer, Fiona Shaw. Uh, it was written by uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who I like very much. She's a great writer, great actress. Uh, she did the Fleabag. She was the head writer for the first season in Emerald Funeral, Emerald... Fennel from Promising a Woman, Young Woman wrote, uh, wrote the second series. Uh, do you, are you familiar with, the, with Kill, Killing Eve at all?
2: I've heard of it, but I never watched anything.
1: So based on the picture that I have here in here, what yep. do you think the series is about? Good uh, guess.
2: Lesbians in a casino.
1: <laughs> so I have a picture here of uh, Sandra Oh and Jodie Cormer hugging in a seems like a hotel or a casino. So this <laughs> uh, Killing Eve is a... TV show about it's based on a series of books. Uh, let me see. Oh wait, she Should knows like kung it, fu, right, and stuff? Huh?
2: Does she know like kung fu and stuff? <laughs> Is
1: she like Neo? Possibly. That's possible. So they're based on a, on a series of books called the uh, Villanelle series of uh, Villanelle books. Um, so this TV show is about uh, Sandra O oh is a detective checking down an assassin and the assassin is played by Jodie Cormer and they fall in love um, Oh, in the pursuit of finding each other. Points. Yeah. I get points for that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, very, very amazing show. Really well. It's very, very stylish uh cinematography is very stylish and they love the music so definitely check that out it's one of those bbc series that are uh you know four or five six episodes per season so it's easy to easy to binge that shit real quick yep that's all uh, okay <laughs> uh, that was your that was your your 10 that... minutes <laughs> oh wow wow i hit that right on the yeah, nine how about that huh? good for you nice nice thanks bud appreciate it so let's get into wanda vision episode five your regularly scheduled programming yes Yep. okay so oh, that's up, episode hold five up. hold up yes 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 everyone
2: yes. listening this is full spoilers there's no way that we can so, talk yeah. about this <laughs> vaguely it's full spoilers no. so if you don't like that you know john snow i don't want it then you know fast forward 10 minutes
1: yeah so evan fucking peters We're just AKA coming Silver, right out of the gate jesus in this fucking show yeah, that's that is it. Okay. <laughs> that's what it's everybody's talking about. But this fucking show, man, crazy. They're doing it. They're doing the fucking thing. The mad lad did the thing. Holy What's shit! The thing? When I saw that, I literally yelled out, "What the fuck!" I was watching this like 8 a.m. and I didn't give a fuck. I was like, "Holy shit! It's that guy! It's him!"
2: It's the seventy-one point uh, three billion dollar cameo. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> the amount of money it took to buy Fox Production.
1: yeah yes indeed so yeah i mean this is the first of many the first of many uh uh, cameos i'm I'm assuming they're gonna have in this show but yeah this is the first mutant in the mcu because he is that uh, he's an x-man technically from the days of future past i believe was the first movie he was in Uh, he was also in the apocalypse and uh dark dark phoenix i didn't see dark phoenix but i'm assuming he was in that as well were you aware they couldn't say mutant uh yes, they couldn't say mutant, they also couldn't say sword up until now. Okay. Sword was also a uh, property of Fox. Fox uh deal. Yep. Uh so yeah, uh let me start out uh with this by saying that uh the, you know her her whole emotional arc, I think uh you can understand it more she has she's she has telepathy and telekinesis, all that stuff. Um in in the um what was it? Harvey, uh, Harry Dresden books. They call people like this empaths. So they have amp- amplified feelings of empathy for, for other people. And I believe that is what's causing her, her, uh, amplified feelings of grief in this case. So there's that. Um, so yeah, let's get into this episode. You have, um, I should have a whole, uh, uh, outline of, of it, but I don't. Let me look it up real quick. What was your feelings? journal, general, general feelings at episode five of WandaVision.
2: Dude, I love this episode. I love this show. Uh, Yes. Uh, I love the intro man. The growing pains thing, yep. like with the, the intro, yeah. the, the theme song that they had, because the, they get like a one going for each, uh, kind of error of television. Yep. They're hitting when it's like, show me the smile again. Don't waste another yep. minute on your crying. You know, that kind of thing. Um, yep. Awesome. The, with the, the whole cliche yes. thing where they're like going through the baby pictures and they're growing up and, and, and you can see baby vision, which is crazy. Cause you just saw dead vision last week in a, yeah. <laughs> but um just the aging and the, the, the roseanne the uh the growing pains and things like that just just a great touch and uh something's going on man uh those kids <laughs> i want to see what happens yeah. with these kids it's it just and, and uh what's her face agnes agnes yeah like i i don't trust i, I don't
1: trust her no
2: something funky with like, her what did she put she seems yeah, to she want these kids them? a what little she spray bit them
1: older with? It's yeah. lavender, dude. It's spray just
0: lavender. With?
1: Yeah. So uh, this is the, t- the time period is now the eighties. Uh, Wanda and Vision are trying to uh, stop them from stop the kids from crying. Uh Andes comes over, sees the couple, and tries to help them out before awkwardly missing her cue. Which she's like, Should I say that again? <laughs> and then Vision's like, What the fuck? No, no, she didn't miss he her cue.
2: Vision he uh he interrupted. He's like, No,
1: no, that's no need, oh. there's no
2: need for that. And then she was kinda like, uh oh that's not mm. in the script kind of thing
1: yeah that's why she yeah out. and they and then and then the twins stop crying but then they age up to uh age five into five year olds right uh, but Agnes Agnes uh, does not seem bothered by that which is weird she she so that's my thing is like she's probably trying to age them up like we'll talk about this later but she does a thing later which she thinks is gonna cause them trauma to to try to age them up right she might have done that thing It's speculating. um Speculating, yeah. I didn't catch that. So, at back first, at sword,
2: you look back on yeah. all her interactions. It's kind of like, oh, possibly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Monica recuperates and informs the superiors about what she has learned. Uh, Hayward takes Monica or Wanda as a threat, uh, so she uh, Hayward wants to stop her, and uh, obviously Monica and the other two, uh, Wu and Darcy, don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monica learns that her clothes are uh, bulletproof. So awesome. we learn that. Uh, Wanda is not just uh, pulling things out of thin air. She's not making things out of thin air. She's re- she's reanimating and recontextualizing uh, materials that, that come into the world, into whatever she wants them to be, right?
2: Well, what were the resources that she has? But yeah, 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 you're
1: right. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Wanda uh, Howard shows footage of Wanda breaking into a secure facility and... And oh, taking dude. visions, corpse. Um, you had me listen to, <laughs> so you had me listen to, and I thank you for it. The podcast uh, from Vanity Fair, and they break this down. And I was listening to the episode uh, four uh, podcast where they talk about some theories. And the guy was like, "They would never do the corpse. They would never. They they're not gonna take his corpse. That's really dark for a Disney show and for a Marvel mm. show." Guess what, buddy? You are wrong about that. Yeah, I remember Holy saying it kind of just
2: two episodes ago. It's like, is she uh, getting down and dirty with a yeah. corpse? Because it, it yeah. was kind of like, you're, you're, Vision's dead. So And, and the idea yeah. that she's pulling people and, and making people be certain things, like who was being Vision? And it's just like, or yeah. is, did she have Vision's body? And then you find out she, she does have Vision's body. And yeah. it's just gnarly and the the idea of uh of that <laughs> cuz these are yeah. all people yeah. and vision has to be something so yeah. i imagine the closest yeah. thing would be his his reanimated corpse
1: yeah um just yeah going off that real quick the uh some some theories on reddit is that um wanda learned that S.W.O.R.D. War, was uh ex- um experiment, experimenting with vision's body so she might have broken in there grabbed his body um on herself by her own by her own free will, but on the way to do something with it, bury it, maybe um, she might get stopped by Agnes or by uh, what was it, Mephisto? People are saying um, they speculated on the podcast, on that Vanity Fair podcast, that the, the bad guy might be somebody called Nightmare, which I had never heard of. But uh, yeah, my my running theory right now is that she wasn't uh, manipulated to go in there to get to get his body. She went there, you know, normally, and then as she's leaving, she got uh, she got um, taken over manipulated there from that point on
2: I Possibly. just I still can't believe that they were dissecting Vision's body like where the hell were the other Avengers yeah. on that
1: So like I was saying last week about the timeline it's a very it's a very compressed timeline if you think about the end of Infinity War um well that's not really uh, compressed the end of Infinity War happened everyone dies and I think probably in the chaos of everyone being dusted I don't know. I think maybe, yeah. I don't know. His yeah. body disappeared because Endgame still well, happened, I, and
2: that was like five years later. How how did they not like? Uh, if you, how yeah? How did they just? Well, I, I don't freaking know. I don't. Did if he you did, watched, did he get dusted?
1: Uh, did he turn into dust? Was he one of the people? No no no. He's not. He's not a person. So he wouldn't not go. He would okay. not have got dusted. I think he was killed already by Thanos. So he had no reason to dust him. Also. Um, Somebody could have grabbed his body because when Wanda gets dusted, she's holding Vision's body, and I don't think anybody was even near that event. Like, cause she was bit there; she was there by herself. Everyone got taken out. and Then Thanos comes over, tries to grab Thanos or uh, Vision before Wanda kills him. She holds him off, but then he does the thing anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone was around to even see that happening. So I don't know if anyone even knew where Vision's body was or even what happened. So. Anyways, uh, moving on into this episode. uh, In Westview, Billy and Tommy find a dog named Sparky. After Wanda and Vision inform inform them that they have to be 10 years years old in order to take care of the dog, Billy and Tommy age themselves up again with Agnes once again being indifferent to their actions. Um, While at work, Vision gets a message from S.W.O.R.D. and uses his powers to awaken Norm, who does not know how he got there and asks for help. So this is the part where he really, where Vision really (laughs) starts putting the pieces together as far as what's going on in this world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, While talking to the boys, Wanda spots the drone and destroys it. So they they send in, (coughs) S.W.O.R.D. sends in a drone uh, piloted by Wanda, or uh, powered by uh, Maria. And I got to think that maybe she was trying to communicate with with Wanda, but I'm wondering if S.W.O.R.D. and... uh, and Hayward just disabled any sort of communication from the drone. Like could, it, it didn't seem like Wanda was even hearing her, right?
2: uh well, Wanda has a tendency to go into like a trance mode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's possible she did, and she was just too pissed off. Like once she saw the drone, she was probably just in like attack mode or yeah. defense mode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, possible yeah. that she couldn't hear either that they were uh, messing with the controls.
1: Yeah, uh one of the best moments of the show so far was her was Wanda <clears throat> destroying the drone, coming out of the the bubble, um engaging with Hayward and Hayward and the rest of the uh sword people there <clears throat> and uh, w- uh Monica's there and this whole standoff with them. Uh Wanda's like, you know, is this yours? And she throws yeah. the drone in the floor and she she forces everyone to draw their guns on Hayward. Hey so, now, Wanda. Yeah.
2: Take it easy. We're, yep. we're just all having fun. <laughs> we're
1: all having fun here.
2: I like your show. Yeah, your yeah. show's great. Yep. <laughs> great <laughs> yeah. time
1: slot. Yep, 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 yep. Uh let me see. I have some notes here. I wasn't even looking at them, but uh I like that part where they're like, see.
2: he's a I was like, I don't like saying bad things about anybody, but she's and Darcy was like, I'll do it for you. He's a real she's trying to say dick and And then it comes back to him and says terrorist (laughs) yep yep that was intentional everything they do in this show is intentional it's it's fun to watch
1: there's no there's no fat on the show like obviously the uh the x-ray of maria is going to have some sort of consequence there um she's definitely she's in the comics like we said before as being um what, what was her name in in the comics uh it was her mom's nickname too um, forgot what it was called, but anyways. So go, about going off some of my notes here, huh? Are you talking about Rambo? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I forgot what her nickname was. So, look it is up. her
2: is her aunt Captain Marvel?
1: No, Rambo. Monica yeah. Rambo was was no her mom. Her mom like friends with
2: Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. If you watch, if you go back and watch Captain Marvel, she's in that movie. Okay. I her never mom was Marvel, uh, so. Maria. Yeah, there seemed like there was
2: money. some beef there with, uh, when they, they said Scarlet Witch could have beaten Thanos. Or, yeah. And, they, and someone said, oh, Captain Marvel could have too. And then she was just kind of like, huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I so I think what beef. it is is that Captain Marvel left left the, the Earth uh, and I think she probably has some resentment there because she, she probably thinks of her as abandoning her and her mother in their time of need. Yeah.
2: I like how they have to, like, yep. come up with these, like, crazy situations for all the uber-powered uh, superheroes to be out of the place. Like, yeah. Because they're saying now, they're admitting that Scarlet Witch could have killed Thanos, Captain Marvel could have killed yeah. Thanos, and it's just like Captain Marvel came from space during the battle. Um, yeah. Like, if she had come at any other point, Thanos probably could have been toast. Uh, in Infinity War, when Scarlet Witch was working on Vision's head, or, or what was it? What was she doing? I don't know. I remember um um (laughs) was like, Why was she in there? You know, like
1: they do a great job (laughs)
2: of keeping people out of the way. Yeah. Even in Civil War when Hulk and Thor were off doing their own thing too. Like these are all Uber powered superheroes.
1: Yep. Yeah, they were talking about that on the show, on the Vanity Fair podcast, about how this show, uh WandaVision, is probably going to be A reason that they're that one is going to be depowered, whether she does it herself or somebody else does it for her, or just give her some reason to not be around for other adventures, like the Spider-Man movie or the uh, the Captain Doctor Strange. uh, Well, uh, well, no, no, she's going to be in that. Scarlet Witch might be the villain in Doctor Strange. Like if the show ends with her being super powerful and having to be taken down by Doctor Strange, that's one thing. Or they can. Huh? I would love I would love that
2: so much because everybody hangs yep. on that the whole house of uh House M thing where like yeah. Wanda's like uh, destroy all mutants and she's the most powerful yep. thing. I, yep. I really want to see Doctor Strange cuz Doctor Strange could kick Wanda's ass. At full Well, power. that's the
1: thing. Could could he, though? He could.
2: A hundred percent could. could. Mm-hmm. With all his toys Debatable. and the stone. Debatable. Which I don't think he has <laughs> Debatable. But the, uh, um, the eye of uh, uh, a Am- 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 <laughs> That thing. He, he, he could beat Scarlet Witch. And I, I want that to happen just so people are like, all right, yeah. all right, fine. Wanda can yeah. be defeated at some point. God.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> so some of the theories, uh, some of the uh, big takeaways from this episode... That people keep noticing is that Agnes is the only person on the on the FBI wall of persons of interest that doesn't have a driver's license tied with them. Um, so that's a thing. Suspicious. Uh, she seems very, very suspicious. Um, so yeah, we've been talking about how she's concerned with Wanda's kids growing as uh, quickly as possible. Um, let's see. So yeah, in the rest of the episode, uh, Vision uh, figures out what's going on. Vision, while talking to the boys, Wanda spots the drone, destroys it leaving the bubble. Uh, commercial break is for a band of paper towels called Lagos, uh, which is where Wanda had that oopsie-doopsie and killed a bunch of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, for cleaning see, up messes you
2: so, didn't mean to do.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Those commercials are great. I got it, it, it. yo yep. So moving forward uh, with the episode, Sparky, the dog, who had run away earlier, is found by Agnes and apparently died choking on her azaleas, which is a, not a thing I didn't know that's a thing. I <laughs> didn't know you could. Dogs could, could die eating oh, certain. Come on, I.
2: I, I okay. Uh, we. I was trying to find way. Our cat was sick. I was trying to find ways to, to get our cat to eat pills. And uh, I'm looking through all the human foods that animals can eat, and you know how many that they just wreaks havoc on
1: their digestive tract. Like most of them,
2: it is insane how many plants will kill a dog.
1: Okay. Cat. All right in this specific scenario it's possible that agnes did something to the dog to traumatize the kids to get them to uh to grow up faster for whatever reason she's she's grooming them for some reason obviously uh let's see uh the twins demand that wanda bring them back to life but she claims that she cannot um later that night wanda and vision talk where their ladder informs her that she is that he is well aware that he, she has control of westview so this is a very uh, intense moment in the show, probably the most intense moment in the show so far. Uh, they both fly up into the air <laughs> like warring vampires. Uh, Vision or Wanda attempts to cut credits. That was interesting. I love that moment in the show. Awesome. Uh, but Vision angrily demands answers as to what is happening. You
2: know, um, you know what's funny, real it's, quick. At that point, there was still like twelve minutes left in the episode, and I know people have been clamoring about how episode uh, the nine minute credits. Like it's just like yeah. come on, is that really necessary? And the fact that it was like at twelve minutes where they started trying to roll credits, I just felt like yeah. a, like collective audience was like, what the? F-? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Nine yeah, was yeah. enough.
2: Now you're gonna do twelve? How are you gonna do me like that? I love that he just he, he's like, no, we'll talk about this now.
1: Yep. <laughs> the doorbell rings. Wanda, this is interesting. Wanda claims that she is not doing this. So mm. if she isn't doing it, then who is? Million dollar question, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, As she answers the door, she discovers it is her brother Pietro, but not Peter. Sorry, it is not Pietro, it is Peter. Peter from uh, X-Men, X-Men Days of Future Past, played by a different actor. Darcy, watching from the base, is confused by the recast, quote-unquote recast. Uh, going back, there's some things that that summary didn't mention. Uh, Monica contacts a aerospace engineer, but we never it's never revealed to uh, who it could be. Uh, the, the major consensus is that it could be uh, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. That's a possibility. Uh, another one that they discussed is Ironheart, review Williams, who is a pretty much brand-new character that they introduced into the comics in 2014, 2015 uh, as a uh, sort of... Um, Apprentice to Tony Stark, she's she takes the, she takes up the mantle of, of uh, Iron Man for a while in the comics, very recently. So that's a possibility. Uh, any other possibilities that uh, people haven't talked about, or anything else you might have in mind in the in the universe? I
2: mean, what 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 was the exact position that um she Aero, said she was in contact with?
1: Aer- Aerospace engineer.
2: Aerospace engineer. All right. Um, yeah, then I don't know. Doctor Doom. Current what was Jane Foster? Doctor
1: Doom. Yeah, huh?
2: What was Jane Foster?
1: Jane Foster was a uh, uh, astrophysicist.
2: Okay, yeah. I, I so assume Darcy would know if if that was
1: people. Yeah, yeah, she would know. People in the MCU that are could be aerospace engineers. You have uh, Shuri. She's very smart. She could be. She could be that. Oh, I could absolutely. Uh, be, uh, yeah. you, you have uh, Bruce Banner. Uh, be interesting to see because. Uh, because Monica got dusted, she wasn't there to see Smart Hulk, so it'd be interesting for her to <laughs> call up Bruce and be like, "Come over, man, let's have a coffee." And he shows up and he's like, "What the fuck happened to you?" Uh, so yeah, couple couple possibilities there. I
2: think it's going to introduce somebody else, somebody new though. I think they're using WandaVision as kind of like this this uh foundation for the next yeah. stage of what they're about to do, and it's going to be crazy. All the stuff yeah, that you can yeah. be that can be traced back to this this show.
1: Yeah. All the all the doors that are opening, all of the yeah. new characters, all the new branches that, that they're That's bringing in. Rap. They're introducing the multiverse. Like literally, this is what that is. <laughs> they're introducing the the concept of the, of the multiverse in this in this show, and it's gonna be interesting to see. Like at, near the end, is she gonna go like, "Where's Spider-Man?" And then she like conjures Spider-Man. And she's like, "Fucking did it again! God damn it! Who is this fucking? Who is this guy? Who are you? I'm sorry, I was looking for Peter Parker. Who the fuck are you?" And he's like, "I'm Peter Parker." And it's uh, know, it's Topher Grace or. Toby McGuire or uh, or Andrew Garfield, one of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. One more thing. Uh, one more theory is that um, that the hex could expand to encompass Sword's pop up control center, and it becomes an office style sitcom about the inner workings of Sword. This is a theory that they brought up on the Vanity Fair podcast, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, I thought it was yeah. funny too. Yep, I mean, it ends yep, yep. with
1: the uh, the idea that Jim
2: from The Office is going to be Reed Richards, which would tie in yeah. perfectly. And they should just have him like do like that thing where he just looks at the camera like, you know, (laughs) that would just bring it all the way home. That would be that's too perfect to actually happen, I
1: believe. And then, of course, you have to do the thing where uh, Jimmy Woo is like, Mm -hmm. you look familiar. Yeah. Thank Jim.
2: (laughs) Asian Jim. Asian Jim, yeah, 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 yep. <laughs> Wait, Jim was Asian this whole time. Jim's Asian, always has been.
1: <laughs> it, it, always has been. <laughs> yeah, bring it all around, make a full circle. Too, bring it all too the memes. Per, it's too perfect. Bring yeah. in all of it. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing. Uh, the thing that they don't um, replicate in this in WandaVision, they they talk about you know this being a replication or a parody of sitcoms. They don't have any catchphrases. No catchphrases in this show. I felt like was missing from all of these episodes. You know.
2: What'd you want them to say? It's just been revoked. Something like that. <laughs> something like
1: that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I, saw I, do were up,
2: Some... I saw people were up in arms that uh, um, Quicksilver didn't say his thing. Or, oh, yeah. What'd he say? Like, thought you missed me coming. or something? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. And then yeah. uh, a lot of people were jumping to the plate about it. Like, hey, he didn't say that. That character didn't yeah. say that. So that's why he didn't say yeah. it. And that's what a lot yeah. of us... like like people were like was he recast or are they opening up the uh, multiverse or what and uh, that's one of the, the building blocks on that Quicksilver being from the multiverse because he didn't say that line
1: gotcha gotcha yep Crazy, crazy! One of the best things going right now, and I love, I love being part of it. I love this is the one of one of the few things, or one of the uh, first things I've been part of. I've I've never watched, you know, Lost, and what, I didn't watch Lost when it was on. I didn't watch one of these any of these big shows when it was on. So being part of these like, guys, being part of the conversation is very, very fun for now me. Now I got a so, question for yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Wait, you see, uh, Mandalorian got a nom for uh, the Golden Globes. Yes. Could you see something like Wandavision getting it, or do you just think that's something that these people couldn't appreciate?
1: Um, I'm wondering if just you know, first thought is probably it's it's not in the time frame. I know you were talking about like the qualifications for stuff. No, being I mean even
2: next I'm, year. Say say next year. Oh, That'd
1: next year. Fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. Do you think oh, it, it could ever get some rough for it? Oh, it will. I mean, if if, if Mandalorian is in there, you got to have Wandavision in there. Yeah, uh, it's
2: just Star yeah, yeah, Wars. Yeah. And I know MCU is huge, but Star mm-hmm. Wars has been around forever. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of <laughs> superhero stuff. While it seems like every actor has to, you know, dip their toe in the superhero pool at some point, it's just one yeah. of those things that's kind of like, "Well, that's a superhero movie," so I yeah. really know what what you want me to do here. And it's just, yeah. I think one of the biggest problems is with these Golden Globes, and I understand you're kind of you're doing this on merit of of the show and everything, but if you don't actually appreciate it, then it, you don't understand. That like us, we're sitting here gushing about it and, and the subtle nods, and and there's there's a ton of stuff that. Like how they can tie it all together so seamlessly, and and have it make sense, like that's just something I feel is like over would be overlooked, um and and, and kind of because it's it's because it's a superhero thing the the interest intricacies of it uh would be lost on all these people and I I I think that's kind of weak uh, in my opinion yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah very weak very weak can't yeah I can't wait to see what if that will be nominated. Um. So yeah, do you want to uh, move on to your stuff real quick? Yeah, Uh, sure. Tell you what I watch. I'll
2: I'll go quick about it. Sure. Let's
1: see. I watched the Royal Rumble,
2: wrestling. All right. Uh, Yes. Yep. They they still not learning from like all all the stuff they've ever done. Uh, there's the outright refusal to uh create new stars. Edge, remember Edge from like 1999? Yeah, he won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> He's going on to fight at WrestleMania in the main event, so it's wow. just, I just fine. He didn't need the win though, so yeah, I no. don't know. It just, I, I don't know why they're just so adamant against uh, creating new stars and, and and building off that. Um, I watched Kong Skull Island. Yeah, you and, did, and Woo! that movie slaps, dude. That is a, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, that dude. blew Godzilla out of the water. Uh, yep. just yep. that gave me what I want. My, my what I was saying about Godzilla not giving me the, the fights when I, I'm seeing these these battles with the humans, um, yeah, trying to get from point A to point B. Like, th- th- don't do that. Let me see these titans fight it out. And that happened in Kong, where he was fighting, yeah, yeah he was in the SWAT Fest with the helicopters. He, uh, yep. I just it was there was so much Kong, and it was great. And he's yep. fighting those, uh, yep. I don't know, dinosaurs, and I now. Uh, having watched that see the value of an opposable thumb and, and there you go. I, I feel like those memes are a little unwarranted I understand that <laughs> he's just a monkey but there was one point where Kong ripped up a gigantic tree and once like he just put his hand on it and tore off all the branches that were attached to that tree just slid his hand right up the tree all the branches can flying mm-hmm. off picks the thing up like a baseball bat and clobbers this monster with it like, yep. the value yep. of a, a opposable thumb cannot be understated. And while no, I gave no, uh, Godzilla the <laughs> KO of the night, I think I'm going to give yeah. it to King Kong in this one. All the right. way <laughs> that he finished that monster was insane. In- yep. Insane. And he did it yep. while protecting Jane, Or whatever her name yep. is. I don't remember. Really <laughs> but incredible, yep. incredible. And I also want to point yep. out that the MonsterVerse is the MCU,
1: 100%. Yes. Yes. Do you know how many yeah. superheroes were in this movie? Many, many. I have it right here: Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, Sam Jackson. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was crazy. There were there were more than that. <laughs> I think there was another or at least people that were in
2: uh, these Marvel movies. And, and like I said in yeah. Godzilla, they had uh, Quicksilver, they had Scarlet Witch. Uh, so yep, it, it really is just the uh, MCU, uh, MonsterVerse. They're the same freaking thing. Um, yeah. What else did I watch? Bow, bow, bow. I watched half of Mank. Um, that movie's not for me. <laughs> yeah. And also, okay. I remember saying that, uh, uh, what was the uh, crap? What was the movie that banks based off of the citizen Kane? The most citizen of Kane. Movie of all yeah. Time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I started watching that and I have it on uh, HBO max and I noticed I never finished it. Yeah. And it's the same exact uh. thing with, with Mank. I think I was like interested and then I was it's quickly talking. not interested. And, uh, that, that that's one of the problems with Mank is that I, it was um, I was never engaged with it. Uh, if it, right. it, it felt like to me the movie was drifting along, while it was dragging me along, you know. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go back
1: and and finish that. I'm
2: sorry. I know you. Uh, Here's the thing
1: about uh, hitting the ripcord on certain things. You said you watched half of it. Did you watch literally half of it? I think so. Okay, so like I can understand pulling the ripcord uh at 10 minutes 20 minutes even 30 minutes 40 minutes sure but when you're halfway just go the rest of the way like you've invested so an hour of your life into the thing <laughs> you might as well just finish it you know what i'm saying it's sunk it's
2: cost and now i gotta build myself up it's to, to some going back and, and yeah. sitting there and, and i so, have to work myself up to sit down and watch the rest of the movie and there's just so much other stuff that sure. I'd rather be watching right
1: now. I know, and, and I know. But you said you watched half of Mank and half of Citizen Kane. You watched the whole movie, just not one movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I watched the movie that the,
2: was talking about the other movie, so it's basically I, yeah. I watched sure. both of the movies. Sure, you know, sure. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe one day. But listen, I'm not going to make promises because I still haven't gone back yeah. and watched Citizen Kane. So, uh, right, that's fine. It is, it is, it is. Um, it's your life, <laughs> and uh, let's see. So, looking at the Golden Globes, uh, specifically the the television series. Um, I, I said to you before that while you want me to watch movies, I find my real interest is in television series. Um, yeah. Queens Gambit. Uh, I loved. I watched The Crown. Uh, Mandalorian was phenomenal. Ozarks. Now the thing with this, uh, the best television series up for nominations, you had The Crown, you had Mandalorian, Ozark there's another show on there called ratch ratchet ratchet, ratchet I, 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 yeah i don't even know nurse what that ratchet. is i've never heard of it
1: but um nurse ratchet one that from, i had been meaning uh, to check other, out It's
2: Lovecraft is yeah. country okay and uh i've watched probably four four and a half episodes already it's pretty awesome okay. uh the acting in it is great um it's i'm not saying that it's got its finger on the pulse right now but racism is, is, is a pretty huge deal but at the same time it's got this uh Let's say paranormal element i say uh most of the show is based off of um just wild supernatural stuff and it's crazy cuz uh the main cast they're all black and and they've had run-ins with uh white um people who you know they're they're shooting at them they're they're trying to beat their ass all the time they got to deal with that but then like this also adds like the supernatural element uh, has monsters in there that are trying to kill them as well. And they're trying to solve this mystery. It's kind of like a national treasure in a way right now. They're, they're on a, like a national treasure uh, journey and they're in a museum and stuff, but it's just, it's crazy to see them black people fighting two battles in this one. And uh, it, it's, it's fun to cathartic. I'd say to, um, watch white racist people get what's coming to them In all these movies that you're watching, uh, that it's just like, you're so frustrated. It's like, how, how can the people be so filled with so much hate? Um, all this, you know, uh, we could go on and on, but when this, this, this show, they kind of get what's coming to them. And it's, it, it, I, it, I'm not condoning the violence, but it's just, it's like, all right, finally, like, you know, fighting back in a way that, uh, you're not seeing in these other movies. And just. I don't know. There's there's a little bit of catharticness to it. Again, I'm not condoning, encouraging violence or anything like that. <laughs> Please don't misconstrue <laughs> what I'm saying. But it is there's just no lasers sat- in space. It, it, it's satisfying to see. Uh, there's and there's it no makes lasers for in space.
1: <laughs> there's no what lasers in space. You're saying lasers in space. Yeah, you yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. In yeah, space. You know,
2: yep. yeah, school shootings never happen. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's actually also a great show. And uh, if you liked um um uh, paranormal horror kind of stuff while at the same time uh just watching a good show check out Love lovecraft yeah. country and yes, uh on. hbo max
1: hbo max yep and i say that's uh that's all the stuff i've watched i watched the last so stuff y- this week you you watched a shit ton of stuff this week holy yeah. fuck yeah uh yep two things uh I watched uh, Malcolm and Marie just before this podcast. It is not very good. Um, So that's literally all I'll say about that. And uh, so before we get to our review of Dig, I'm going to take a quick break so I can take a pee. And then we'll get to our review of the Dig.
2: I got some Super Bowl stuff I want to talk about.
1: All right. We'll get to that after the break. Bye-bye. And we are back, uh, Mr. Dion. You want to talk about the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, I got to talk about the Super Bowl because uh, pop culture, man, it's it's a pretty big deal.
1: I would say it is. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just
2: uh, I'm gonna quiz you on it because I know your your sports knowledge is huge, and you knew who the Jaguars were. So I'm confident you'll know all these answers. <laughs>
1: all right. Can be you be. tell
2: me what? Can you tell Hit me? me? Yeah, the two teams in the Super Bowl.
1: So. Here's what I know. I know Mr. Thomas Brady, well, formerly, he, right? Yes? No? I, I just asked you the two teams, first of all. Well, I got to give you context because uh, you want to know what I know. Here's what I know. Well, I'm asking you questions. And, and you I'm giving them to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you an all answer right, if you let me. Fine. Okay. All right. Mr. Tom Brady, uh, expat, expatriate, uh, is in there. He's with the. Um, He's with a team from Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. All right. Uh, yeah. That's one. Versus, yep, versus the, uh, oh boy, uh, New New Orleans Saints. No. You triggered damn me it. by saying that.
0: It's
1: <laughs> Kansas City the, Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. God damn it. Who's the quarterback for them? <sighs> Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that would be... uh. Um, Camus Newton, <laughs> no. Cameron, Cameron Newton. That's actually no. the quarterback for the
2: Patriots currently. Oh, okay, interesting. Didn't know that. Well, maybe not anymore. He was kind of bad. Patrick Mahomes, hmm, Yep that mm-hmm. guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was the Super Bowl champions last year? Patriots, nope, Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. <laughs> How many times has Patrick Mahomes been to the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl three times. Close. Two. Ah. <laughs> How many times <laughs> has Tom Brady been to the Super Bowl?
1: I know this because they, they've they said it on the Reddit. Uh, ten times. Ten times. Congratulations. How many has he won? Won five. Six.
2: Six. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're doing pretty well. You're close. Yeah. I'm getting there. Where is the Super Bowl being played?
1: on earth Uh, in in a stadium on the planet earth uh, in in the city of in the city of uh uh las uh, Las vegas wrong Mm. city of uh tampa bay (laughs) oh so i I thought for some reason they do it in uh in a neutral city
2: nope uh they they bid it out and so it happened that tampa bay got to host so oh okay next question how many times has a team won a Super Bowl in their own stadium? Uh,
1: how many times? I'll say six. A zero.
2: <laughs> it's funny that you said six, even though you really? just said that you didn't think that Uh, you thought it was a neutral area. So if it was a neutral yeah. area, like you thought, then there was to be no I, way that a team would win a Super Bowl in their own stadium,
1: right? I also thought that the neutral stadium thing has, but it was a recent uh, addition.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, actually, it's never been done before. So Tampa huh. Bay has the chance to do this. Atlanta almost did there, but they got destroyed by Tom Brady in uh, a Super Bowl. And then the following year, Atlanta hosted the Super Bowl, which was wasn't last year. Uh, maybe the year before that. Mm. I don't know. Okay. So uh, my last couple questions. Yeah. Um, yep. There's prop bets. You know what prop bets are? No. Prop bets are like uh, the the coin flip, heads or tails. You know, people oh. can actually bet on these things.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like the uh, it's like the uncut gems thing where you get a bet on who gets a tip off, who yeah. gets the lead, things like yep. that. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. There's crazy okay.
2: stuff like uh, Tom Brady. Will he have one rushing touchdown, or uh, will he rush for one yard because he doesn't really do that that often? Gotcha. Because gotcha. while yep. he's a master at the quarterback sneak in nine games, he's never had a rushing touchdown. Pretty crazy. Really? Yep. Fun fact. So I have a question for you. What's the coin, what's the coin toss going to be? I am judging you on this. I'm writing down your answers. I'm going to see how right you are. <laughs> I'm going to say heads. Heads. All right. Easy peasy. What color will the Gatorade that gets dumped
1: on the <laughs> winning coach be? I'm going to say orange. I feel like it's always orange.
2: Orange. All right. It's a good guess, man. It's a good guess.
1: Yeah. And
2: last but not least, I want to know what do you think the score is going to be what? and who's going to win? Obviously. All right. Um, what are the teams again? What are the teams? Yeah. Be, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the uh, New Orleans Saints.
1: No, it's not the Saints. Oh, you were <laughs> paying attention. All right. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. It's Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so score is actually going to be 28 uh, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, 28 uh, Kansas
2: City Chiefs, twenty three. Uh, twenty three. Nice. Yes, sir. I was I I, I was picking twenty eight twenty one.
1: Ah, Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs. Oh oh okay. All and right. You're picking bucks. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right.
2: That's our Super Bowl talk, man. It's nice, more like a Super awesome. Bowl quiz. I really wanted to test your knowledge because uh, I know you don't pay attention to sports world ever very much, but no, nope, you ever you you <laughs> kind of impressed me there for a minute. Yeah, You knew the quarterback, you, Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, Thomas Thomas Brady. Yep, I know yeah. him. I know his wife very well. You were close um, with all the other answers. Familiar with her work, yep. <laughs> good, good uh, job. Do you want to uh, do Golden Globes picks this week or next week? Next week. Next week, okay. So with that, let's get to our review
0: of The Dig. Things like this are usually done through museums. Yes, but with the war coming, they couldn't embark upon any new ventures. Well, I've been on digs since I was old enough to hold a trowel. My father taught me. What are they? We're standing in someone's graveyard, I reckon. Viking? Well, oh, maybe older. Mr. Brown is an archaeologist. Well, I'm an excavator. You've come to dig up the mounds. Do so you think there's something beneath? Who are those men? They're from the museum. This is pretty. I think you'd better come and see.
1: Directed by Simon Stone, stars Kerry Mulligan, Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, Lily James, and Johnny Flynn. The IMDb synopsis is: An archaeological archaeologist embarks on a historically important excavation of Sutton Hoo in 1939. Uh, so Dion, what did you think of the dig overall first thoughts on the dig?
2: I thought it was a good movie. thought it was an interesting movie based yeah. off a uh, real story. Um, yep. yeah, just fascinating. I didn't yeah. think it was slow. Like most people said, I thought yep. it was an appropriately paced movie. I mean, let's face it. You're, you're archaeologists, archeolo- you know, uh, yep. <laughs> how interesting can that be? You, you have to understand right. kind of what you're getting into. Um, it's very meticulous stuff and so was the movie uh, i thought yeah. the acting was phenomenal i thought the the dialogue was great and you know cinematography
1: it great, it, c- cinemata- great cinematography um on your on your phone there with the picture in picture right listen <laughs> i've got i've got phenomenal <laughs> eyes all right oh phenomenal, phenomenal eyes. eyes
2: yeah yeah i see <laughs> everything
1: <laughs> the way the Lord intended to view right. these movies. Yes. Yep. 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 yep my yep. microwave. A <laughs> couple notes I have. Uh, it is it is weirdly paced. Uh, I felt like it dropped you in to the middle of the story right at the beginning. It's just like, here's this dude, here's this woman, here's what's going on. It had, had a weird, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a Terrence Malick movie, but it had that weird sort of ethereal, like, streamy like uh, feel to it with the camera movements at the beginning. Uh, 17 minutes in, I clocked this, it was 17 minutes in when that accident happened. Again, spoilers for all of this stuff, should have mentioned that, but definitely for this movie. 17 minutes in and, um, his name, uh, Ralph Fiennes, his character, uh, gets trapped in an avalanche of, of dirt and you're like, oh shit, terrifying. he's going to die. This terrifying. This guy is going to die that I just met 17 minutes ago. So that was kind of weird to put that in that, in that spot, in that movie.
2: Well, it kind of... Um,
1: I don't want to say it was out of place because he
2: he cautioned the woman not to be in the area that he just dug, and he explained that the the soil was. If anything, I'd say that him standing in there was uh, just kind of a, a lapse of his character's judgment. I would to say it was necessarily out of place
1: because yeah. the situation called for it. Yeah, um, so I like I like Ralph Fiennes in the movie very much. Carrie Mulligan again. I've noticed, I've said this last last time or a couple weeks ago when I talked about promising young woman. One of my favorite working actresses today. Uh, she was Daisy in Your Great Gatsby. She was in Drive with my guy right, with my guy She was in Shame with Michael Fassbender and promising a woman. Uh, she was in this Netflix or a BBC show called Collateral. Uh, she's fucking great as always. She has this uh, confident strength about her. But uh, if you, it's weird to uh, if you want to give somebody, give a woman like confidence and strength and stuff like that, you always put her in pants and have her <laughs> put her pants, put, put her hands in her pockets and walk around like that. You know, it's always weird to have that characteristic on there. <laughs> um, very longish takes uh, when when Edith uh, t- asks him out, she or no, he asks out Basil to to do, to dinner with her, <clears throat> and she's Basil. in the mirror there, huh? Isn't it Basil? Basil. Yeah, of course. Basil. I say Basil. Cause I'm American. Uh, she asked Basil, Basil, whatever it is. Basil, Basil. 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 She asked him out and, uh, he declines so or didn't decline. What is his wife told him he had to go with his wife or something. Right. But anyways, when she finds this out, she's just sitting there for like a good 15, 20 seconds on just the cameras on her face. I thought that was a really good scene with her, her and her face. Johnny Flynn is in this. He plays Rory. Uh, He was Mr. Knightley in Emma, if you remember that uh, movie. He was really good in this as well. Uh, Then you have Stuart Pickett. Pickett. uh, He's clearly uh, got some homosexual tendencies going on, right?
2: Yeah, he loves playing around with dudes.
1: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very, very good movie overall. Didn't really know anything about this guy. Huh?
2: Find the bone.
1: That's his favorite game to play. Find a bone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Very very good movie. One of these movies where it's just like, yeah, people's um, contributions to to scientific discoveries is, uh, is often either overlooked completely or or buried. Pun yeah. in, pun intended. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, very good, very good um, depiction of this this guy's life that it didn't know anything about. Uh, you know, it's interesting to to find these things out or where these key things come from. Um, you know, in the context of it being 2020 and people trying to be woke and uh, be politically correct or whatever, um, they talked about how this is going to uh, is going into the the British Museum of Art or whatever and. I think most people don't know that or maybe they do know this, but don't really are aware of how bad it is of, of, you know, the British uh, colonizing the world and taking people's shits and putting them into museums. It's just like, yeah, put it, you know, make, make this place, make the discovery zone or, or, uh, you know, make it a place where people can come and see the thing in its proper place. You know, why do you have to put it in your museum and charge $20 to come see it? Just keep it where it is and make that the, make that the, um, Display for it. You know what I mean?
2: Hmm. Yeah. No, I get it. Like you know, like a memorial kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's
2: in a museum, there's upkeep, like keeping things preserved properly, you know, costs money. So I understand there being a, a fee. Um, it shouldn't be an exorbitant
1: fee. That's for sure. So I don't yeah. know how much yeah. it
2: actually charges to see these things, but it um, should be appropriate.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Ralph Fiennes was very, very good in this. He did an interview with uh, a podcast I listened to. Um, he he was saying how this is, uh, one of his most favorite roles he's ever played. Very, uh, felt, uh, put a lot into it. I feel like he did too. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot into the mannerisms, felt like a very shy guy with sort of a hunchback. So very interesting seeing him in this. You can sort of uh, compare and contrast Ralph Fiennes in this compared to him, his role in like the, uh. James Bond movies, he plays the new M. He took over for, uh, I forgot what her name was, but uh, yeah, he took over for her and he has this, he's known for having a, an extremely good posture in those movies and overall. So it was very interesting to, to contrast that with him in this movie where he's sort of hunched over for most of it. So did you like James uh, Ralph Fiennes in this? Yeah, no, absolutely I did. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I, th- uh, I, J- I Judy loved it,
0: how, how,
2: yeah. his, uh, his, how s- deliberate he talked. Um, well, he, seemed, he seems uh, what, how'd you say it? Did you say he seemed shy.
1: Yeah, meekish, shy. Like yeah, that. yeah, meekish.
2: Yeah. But like when he said things, like he said it with so much, like w- when he said the things that he was passionate about, he he said it with such yeah. like conviction. Even if it yeah. was like this kind of meek tone, that it was, you know, very convincing. And he uh, was just one of those people that I feel like I could listen talk to. It was just even that character, just like regardless of how loud, quiet he is, he's someone that could. Get you to listen, which I thought yep. was a great touch.
1: Yeah, like uh Lincoln uh in that movie. Very, yeah. he's very soft-spoken saw, saw that. in that movie. Lincoln was <clears> a
2: little <throat> bit more but, animated, but
1: yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> One of the greatest uh orators of all time, slightly right, better speaker. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like this movie overall. I think uh, I like the idea that I think the movie puts forward, which is you know the 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 world is falling apart the world is going to war this is 1939 england so um churchill is uh declaring war huh
2: no no i agree Yeah, go ahead Ch- uh,
1: churchill is declaring declaring war and uh it's this movie about you know what is important is this little archaeological dig as important should we putting resources in this and sort of um you know, taking, uh, taking time and effort out of our day to sort of, uh, uh, take care. And, uh, when I'm trying, th- trying to find the word, uh, uh, honor things, honor things of the past and sort of put effort and time and resources into that when it could be put into something, you know, like, like the war. <laughs> I think a lot of the, a lot of the idea about this movie is just like you know, what's important? What's really important? Do we need to stop and appreciate this thing in the ground when this other major thing is happening all around us? And I think the movie is saying, yeah, absolutely. It's this—you can't just stop everything. You can't just stop your entire life or stop everything that you feel passionate about just because the rest of the world is falling apart. So that's what I took away I, from it.
2: I I agree with you um, mostly there. I, I I thought you were saying that the government was saying is this worth the time and investment. Um, yeah. Uh, as, uh, as, the movie though, uh, if you notice like every single time, uh, the planes flew overhead, uh, everybody would stop and pause and look at it. And it's yeah. funny that you, you, you specifically said, um, should, should things like this, uh, be worth the time where, where, where uh, you should take time out of your day and, 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 and solve this when it seems kind of, uh, trivial, trivial in, in comparison yes. to the backdrop of the war. For, yep. And yeah. it just it, it was funny that every time those planes flew by, or yeah. anytime you heard Churchill talking on the radio about going to war, everybody just kind of stops. The world stops, and yeah. then after the planes are out of sight, you know they go back to what they were doing. Uh, and, and, and exactly where, like you, you had that opinion right there. But I, I think that did a good job at showing it. Like the war is important, and it's going to bring all your lives to a screeching halt. But once it was out of sight, it's just like. This is important too and they focused on that story and I thought I thought that was great I thought having the war yep. in the backdrop was incredible yeah. Yeah. yeah for some incredible scenes yep
1: yeah I really like that I really like the the uh, movie overall so yeah I think it was um man things are coming going really quick <laughs> this was like number one number one or number two thing like last Friday last Saturday and now it's not even in the top ten. So yeah, things are things are coming oh, yeah. and going real quick on this on uh, Netflix right now. Well, people are there's, so, there's like
2: television series that are being binged yeah. instantly and they're gone. Yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy how much stuff's coming out. Uh, yeah,
1: it really is. Yeah,
2: I, I wanted um, you. You're talking about all the the the, the characters in this and uh, the actors that played them. Uh, the, the kid, the the son deserves some props, man. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought he was great. I love that scene where um he finds out his mother's sick and. He's just having like kind of like a breakdown about it, and he goes and talks to um, Basil's character. Yeah. Well, Basil's character finds him, and he just had that like really fired up speech where he's just like, he's like sobbing, but he's like, she doesn't think I can handle it. She doesn't think I can. Uh, She's he's like, I need to take care of her. I I can't do it. I don't know how. And she's not telling me that she's sick. And it was just a very, I mean he's a child and a childish kind of approach but he was just being like real adult about it and and that scene they yeah. had in the boat when when they brought he he said he was bringing her sailing and they set up um uh this this whole i don't know, say bedspread I guess and he was pretending to be the captain he had basil with him and and, and yeah the mother was in the back and he's just pretending they were sailing and and they're looking at the stars that scene broke me man that was oh, yeah. that was awesome so that the yeah. kid. Even when he had to chase down Basil, like he chased him all the way back to his house, going through uh, Westchester or wherever they were. Yeah. And it's just, just, I, I thought the kid was great. Yep. And that's so another, that actually not- another thing too, right there mm. where Basil, he was riding his bike down yep. that path and they were yep. just showing like scenes of, uh, um, like, I don't, I don't know, basically just scenes of Westchester. He's, he's, mm. he's driving through like certain time. Like it was dawn, or, or yeah. like there was fog and it's really great cinematography and, yeah, and, and specifically that scene on that bike ride. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, that actor is, uh, the, the one you highlighted just then was uh, Archie Barnes. He played Robert Preddy.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was great, man.
1: I love his passion. Very good. Yes,
2: that, it, was, very good. it
1: wasn't a whole lot of, uh, he, didn't, he didn't have a whole lot of speaking roles, but when he did, he killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that was uh my thoughts on Dig overall um yeah i thought carrie mulgan was great in this um lily, lily james we, we forgot to mention she was great in this as well always love oh, her i think she's yeah adorable. she is she's very adorable i think she's one of these people that uh they try to tone down her 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 beauty or her, her yeah <laughs> she's this fucking radiant beauty about her and they just put her in glasses and a ponytail and it's just yeah like, a ponytail oh, and a glass
2: oh she's got glasses and
1: a ponytail and a ponytail
0: oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like no doesn't work Overalls. i'm sorry oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you love that love that moment yeah but yeah she was great in this um yeah great great acting overall cinematography overall yeah really really liked it um so yeah i think she should have i don't know i think um kerry mulgan maybe should have gotten a nom for this instead of a promising a promising young woman but i think uh Promising Woman is probably going to be the more talked about movie this year just because of the uh, subject matter in that. So. so with that, I think that'll wrap it up, unless you have anything else you want to talk about.
2: No, I didn't get to my music stuff. I'll I'll, I'll do it next week. Yeah. I also listened to a uh, new Foo Fighters CD album. New Foo. Yeah, new Foo. It's pretty okay. awful. We'll talk about it more next yeah.
1: week. Yeah, yeah. No, you 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 brought a lot of stuff <laughs> this week. Pack show. I think we did a good job of uh, of uh, continuing. We're ending it all.
2: Earlier than the uh, the other podcasts we've had, but we definitely did not adhere to the schedule that I drew up.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you I thought you had it going where it was because uh, I had a structure where we talked about what we watched together, then you watched separate, and then I watched, oh. and then you kind of went from what we watched together to what you watched back to what we watched. Then back to what you watch. <laughs> At one point, I just stopped timing shit. <laughs> so in case you were wondering why uh, you no no longer heard this, oh, that yeah. would be why. Because I just turned the timer off because there was no point. <laughs> you, were, you were you were so out of
1: sorts. Uh, Basically, just took the script and threw it against the wall. Going off the schedule there. Uh, of, it's hard to, uh, you, it's hard to wrangle you, man. It's hard to wrangle you. Yeah, people write in and ask, and tell me what, uh, if you like the format of the show, do you want to keep it shorter? Do you like the longer show, shorter show, more contained show, But or do you not want me contained? My my rage and my critics, criticism cannot be contained. Listen, my rage and criticism an knows
2: no bounds. <laughs> I knew it was an uphill battle because there was going to be a lot to say about WandaVision. And And, yeah. uh, you know... Just uh, I every time you you put onto the the list of things that you've watched, it was another thing. I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of stuff. I don't think 10 <laughs> minutes is going to cover that.
1: <laughs> so with that, uh, I believe that'll do it for the show. Uh, so for Can I Say Something, I've been Damien. i uh, And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.